All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Comprehensivist Podcast. Josh here, Longwood, Florida. With me, as always, Houston on the other end over San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Houston, how are you, dude? Doing good, man. Uh, it's hot as hell out here. I think we talked about this last week, but uh, things are good, man. Things are uh, ramping up a little bit. We got some family coming to town. I'm sure we'll talk about that here shortly. Uh, it's good. Life is good right now. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Well, one thing, life is very good, obviously. Um, but uh, here, um, the heat index today is 106 degrees, and it's crazy. It's, dude, it's the creepiest thing. I may have mentioned this before in the last podcast. I can't remember, but uh, it's weird being out. I, I'm doing. I've been furloughed, so I've been doing a lot of work on the house, a lot of work outside, and trying to take care of things while the, the boys are in part-time summer camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's weird being outside, and it's like quiet. Like no one, no one's outside. No one's out doing yard work. No one's out. Like kids aren't out playing. It's it's. I don't remember. I cannot remember a summer like that. Like usually, I think you, you actually you and I talked yesterday, um, where it's like I remember in the summertime, like you were outside all the time. Like you're constantly outside. You, and um, it, they're on the news. They're basically like it's dangerous. Don't go outside. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> so it's like a weird combo right now between the heat and the COVID nineteen situation, right? Strange. It, it is strange. What what a what a crazy time. But uh, and I know some people are kind of. You know, back and forth on what you should do with the kids. Um, but yeah. uh, the, the, what we do when we, the kids are doing a part-time summer camp a few days a week, um, and uh, but I'm really I'm, I'm happy that they've the camp has been uh, operational. They they've never shut down actually because they're considered essential. So they've been they've been up and running since everything went down in August. Or, I'm sorry, in March. Huh. And um, I, I feel you know they do temperature checks and, and everyone has to wear a mask as far as the, the people coming in. The parents parents came in and guardians came, we came and walk in the building. Only the kids can go in there. Um, they, you know, they get tested, right? Like the, the people that work there, whatever are getting tested and like, it's, I, I feel pretty safe about it. Like, um, but it's tough. Plus, you know, with wife working at home, it's, uh, nothing to do with the kids. Like the kids are inside screaming in the house all day. So she's on conference calls and kids are getting out of control. So they probably love it too, being back. Right. I would think. They they do they they actually um on days they don't go like oh is there, are, we, are we doing camp today and I'm like ah oh, nah I'm like it's you're gonna be with daddy today and they're like oh okay I'm like dude what the <laughs> hell come on it's rough man it's it's, it's been tough well, well actually we'll probably get into a little bit uh, of of this um uh, considering uh, your thoughts um because this is a very special podcast and this is kind of a last minute thing I came up with yesterday um I wanted to uh, interview you. Uh, as we, as you uh, get prepared, I keep saying we, it shouldn't be we, as you and your wife prepare um, for the amazing adventure into parenthood, um, your due date, if I'm not mistaken, is July 20th. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. 20th. That's, so what is that? Five days from now. Yeah. Five days from now. So you're really on, on baby watch right now. I mean, it's just like any, it's go time anytime really. So um, yeah, sure. I thought this would be a real fun uh, opportunity. Uh, I, I have some questions for you because um, this is going to be a, uh, you know, this, this is probably one of the few things in life where I experienced it before you did. Um, cause you're, you're typically the adventurer. I don't get to do some of the cool things that you've done. You've had an awesome life. Um, but this is probably the first time I've had a, a quite a, a, a sort of adventure, um, that I can now hopefully help you with. And, uh, but I, I have some questions, uh, that I put together that I kind of based on, uh, on my personal experience. I uh, just want to get your thoughts on it. And my, I think my goal with this would be that uh, someone uh, could be listening. Hopefully a dad will, will listen to someone that, that's that's new into the uh, uh, fatherhood, wife is pregnant situation, and uh, may learn a few things. And so um, what I think is really cool – actually, I, that I was my – sorry, I take that back. What I was going to say is actually leading into a question I want to ask later. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to jump right in if that's cool. Are you ready for this? How you, how you feel? 
Yeah, I feel good. I, I have no idea what you're going to ask, so this should be entertaining and interesting. And it's only fair that you're going to ask me questions today because in the next year or two, I'll be asking you a thousand questions. So, <laughs> Well, hopefully I can answer them uh, the best I can to my ability. Okay. Uh, first of all, um, my my I want to I'm, I'm, the way I structure these questions are almost like a timeline from from the beginning up until now. And when I say the beginning, I mean uh, I, I want to start off with your decision to have a baby. Uh, both you and your wife, um, life is good for you guys. You guys have a beautiful home in San Antonio. Uh, both of you have um, excellent careers going. Um, you especially uh, have been uh, very. Uh, you've worked very hard. Um, you have a great job at a big uh, company out there in San Antonio. Um, you, uh, uh, yeah, have things, things going well. You got a, a great lifestyle, uh, careers are going well. Uh, you've been traveling, doing all that stuff. What was it like? What, what, what was the turning point? What was the catalyst that made you want to change that lifestyle? Cause obviously you are smart enough to, I know this is a new adventure for you, but you obviously know that once baby comes, everything changes. What was it that, uh, kind of made you decide we're going to, let's try for the baby. Let's have a baby. That's a good question. So we had, been discussing it for several years um, at this point, really. And we kind of went back and forth. I might have mentioned this previously, but we were never on, and this isn't a, a bad thing, but we were never on the same page. Like at times she wanted to have a kid and I didn't. And at other times I wanted to have a kid, she didn't. And then finally, you know, what, a little less than a year ago, we decided, you know, we might regret it if we don't. We, I, I think, um, we looked at ourselves at, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we get to, you know, 85 years old or whatever it is. And we we thought about, we'll probably regret if we don't have at least a kid to have that close family with us when we're older. Um, and we see, we saw kind of like the, the joy and the happiness that kids brought our close friends and our mm -hmm. kind of outer circle friends. Everyone with kids seems uh, to really enjoy it. And, you know, everyone talks about how, mind blowing it is and how good it is for, for you as a, the growth in, you know, as a uh, adult or as a human or whatever you want to call it. But so I think the turning point was we, we looked at our long-term future and we decided we will one, we're definitely not going to regret having a kid. Right. But we would definitely regret not having a kid. So I think that was the turning point. And we just decided, um, you know, let's just see what happens. Let's, let's play this thing out naturally uh, see what happens. And we ended up, you know, getting pregnant and having the kids. So yeah, I think it was just the, the looking at our long-term future and, and what, you know, we want when we're 80, 85 years old type deal. Um, plus I think both of us are ready for our next big challenge, big journey, big adventure, whatever you want to call it. And obviously having a kid is that. So I think those two things, two things combined ready for the next challenge and not wanting to regret not having a kid uh, when we're in our old age. Those are the two things, I think. I can actually remember when you told us uh, when you were here uh, over Christmas uh, last December. Mm -hmm. And you, I remember you, you guys, that's funny. I remember it pretty well. You guys were, uh, were in the backyard and I think uh, we're having a couple of cocktails and we're cooking some food. <laughs> yep. And uh, the kids are outside just being maniacs as always. And, and I think I made a joke. Um, if I remember correctly, I think I said, I know you guys are adventurers, but uh, you don't even know about the biggest adventure of all parenthood. Or I made some <laughs> some joke about that. And you go, well, we got something to tell you. And I didn't believe I thought you were joking. I was yeah. like, yeah, I thought you were just uh, like making a joke. Like because I, I was I it came right after I said that sarcastically, like, oh, you're talking about adventure. Have a couple of kids. That's a goddamn adventure right there. <laughs> and you're like, well, actually, and I, I totally didn't believe you. And I, I, I got to admit, man, I, I never um, 
I always assumed and had said to my wife, like, we never thought you guys have a kid. And I, and I don't mean that. Like, I hope I don't mean in a bad way, just because no, like, no. you guys, um, everything was, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying a kid makes things bad, but like you guys have, uh, like, like mentioned before, both have great careers going, uh, have an awesome, awesome life in San Antonio. You're traveling, you're, you're adventurous, you're going hiking and kayaking and doing all this cool stuff. And I was like, man, they have such a great life. I'm like, I don't know if they're ready to settle down. So that was really, yeah. I was taken aback. I, I really, I, I never thought it would happen, man. I hope you don't take that in, in the wrong way. I just thought, I'm like, your life is so awesome. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to want to, uh, you know, right. change, change everything up and have a child. Not that it, that's a bad thing, but you know what I mean? Like, so no, trust me, I've, a... <laughs> I've thought the same thing. Like I've, it's been a good, good run for the last it's been a good run. 30 years or 20 years or whatever. <laughs> um, but We've actually, on that note, we've been having some conversations lately on like how to maintain that lifestyle with a sure. little kid, you know, with a baby and then a, a toddler and then a little kid. So we're we're making kind of plans on how to ensure we are still living our best lives, if you will. I hate of to course. use that kind of cliche, but um, t- to take that into account and make sure we're not sacrificing too much um and that sounds like a bad word too, uh, but you know what I you know what I mean. So we're we're gonna make sure we we maintain as much of this kind of quote unquote adventurous lifestyle as you can, and we're we're not gonna take too much off the table. Uh, that's the plan at least. We'll see how it goes once we actually experience it. But we don't wanna we don't wanna give up too much of our current way of life. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll have to. I know people. I'm sure even me and myself have said, "Oh, get ready, parenthood's gonna be crazy." Blah blah. But like, it's really. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's it's a it's a, a tough, uh, crazy adventure. But um, I think you you will definitely be able to find ways to incorporate parenthood and uh, yeah. and still you know, traveling, doing things, and having fun. And it's it's actually cool when you get to incorporate the, incorporate the kids into it. Um, and it actually what makes it even cooler. Um, yeah, at least it was for my wife and I. Um, on the the rare occasion when you do get like a weekend here and there where it's like, okay, we have a babysitter. You know, grandma's in town. I'm gonna take my wife to the beach for a couple of days. Um, getting that it, it makes those times uh, even more special. And again, not yeah. that it's not that you want to be away from the kids, but it makes it makes those time. You know, you you appreciate that uh, that that time a little bit. Yeah, and we uh, we we've been talking about we got some pretty big. I wouldn't call them plans yet, but we have some pretty big thoughts. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. bring them up now because they're not finalized and we don't know for sure if we're gonna be able to pull them off. But we're working on a couple big big things that. Uh, if we agree uh, to it, it'll be it'll be huge. And so stay stay tuned, stand by for that. But all right, um, we're working on some good stuff. Intriguing, intriguing. So now that you, uh, I mean, you're almost at the end now. Obviously, we're we're five days away. Um, what would you? And this is probably. Um, <laughs> I want to make sure I, I structure this question without offending uh, uh, the wifey or any females out there, because obviously they're the ones that endure the pregnancy. But um, from your end, as as the father, as the support system to you, to the wife, what do you think uh, has been the hardest part about the pregnancy? What do you what do you feel like you were not prepared for um, with the uh, uh, with with her pregnancy? I guess it's just the if overall. Anything, maybe nothing. I don't know. But just, no, is there anything that you found like, oh man, this is harder than I thought it would be? Well, I think this is a generic answer, I guess. But it's just the overall amount of, and this seems obvious. I mean, you're birthing a child, right? But just the overall amount of information that goes into it, like, you know, she's been reading all kind of books and articles and information, and I'm trying to keep up and and do my part and read about, you know, being that, like you said, supporting partner and all the stuff that. You know, I can be responsible for or I should be doing during not just the pregnancy, but the, the labor and delivery phase. It's just the sheer amount of information that's out there and how to, I guess, focus in on 
uh, for example, like she has a, a, a birth plan going, right? So, and she's tweaked it over the last few months, but just the amount of information that goes in there and like, I'm reading through it and I get nervous, like, oh man, here's what I'm, you know, responsible for. I want to make sure I know how to do that or, um, when to do that and, and those kind of things. So I, I would say just the overall amount of information that you can consume, but also how to choose, uh, the best information and, in I'll admit, like, obviously she, she made the birth plan and, and she did all that. Um, but yeah, it's just what to read and then how to remember what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it and those kind of things. So I, I would say just almost information overload. So what to remember, what to block out, how not to get distracted and what to focus on, man, it's just, it's, it's been tough. And again, like like you said, like, obviously my portion is nowhere near as tough or challenging as hers is and will be, but man, it's been, it's been a lot so far. And I'm just nervous that I'm not going to remember certain key things or do things when I'm should be doing them or, or could be doing them. So yeah, I guess it's just the, what information I should be taking in and remembering is, is that's been challenging. There are a lot of books and it's funny, like, and everyone yeah. will tell you, I, I need to mean like, I'll oh, make sure to read this book and that book, which one uh, of all the, there's, there's some really great, uh, material. What, um, of all the, the information you're, you're talking about, what, what is there one book in particular, um, or, or one source or anything? What, what have, have you found the most beneficial? Like, what have you enjoyed the most or you, that you, that you've, uh, what have you read cover to cover that you, that you find, uh, uh that, that best prepared you? Well, the, the, the one I enjoyed the most is the one you sent me. I'm drawing a blank on the title right now. Uh, <laughs> I think it's called Survival Something. I forget. That's yeah, so that was, it's kind of like a comical take on what it's gonna, how it's gonna be to be a, a dad, you know, for for the first time and whatnot. So I, I really enjoyed that. It was a good and entertaining and easy read too. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the one that's prepared me the most, I think it's called The Birth Partner. So she she bought it for me, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's basically advice and education for the partner. So in, in this case, the dad, me, and what I need to be prepared for. And it, you know, explains kind of a lot of the basics of pregnancy and labor and delivery, what kind of things I should be doing, uh, what things I should be taking into consideration from her perspective. It has some really good checklists in it. So for example, like, you know, what to pack for the hospital, basic things like that. Right. Nice. Um, and it's got all these like highlighted pages that are basically just like checklists or um, easy access material that you can look back on. So I, th- I think it's called the birth partner. If I'm wrong, I'll, I'll correct that in the, in, on Twitter or something, because I, I want to give credit to that book. It's been really helpful. I've, I read it cover to cover and it's, it's a thick book. And now we have some kind of highlights and tabs in there where I can go back. Obviously I'll bring it to the hospital with us and then, you know, depending on whatever's happening at the time, I can easily access information uh, and act on that information. So I thought that was that was really, really helpful. Uh, speaking of uh, information overload, uh, I think you mentioned to me that you had taken a, a few of the classes that typically like your local hospital or clinics, things like that will offer like new dad classes. Uh, I took a couple myself. Uh, for anyone that may be on the fence about doing it, uh, what would be uh, would you recommend that uh, to to uh, to pretend to new dads are listening to this right now. Yeah, I would recommend it. So I've done, I did one new dad class. It was like a couple hours long. It was very, very helpful. Uh, and it was kind of cool to see and just hear the other guys thoughts in there. First time dads, a lot of them, you know, were younger than I am obviously as a first timer, but 
it was very, very informative. And then Natalie and I took like a, uh, like a couple's class, right? So all first time parents in there and mm-hmm. they, and it was like a four or five week, uh, class. We went once a week for a few hours. They did it all, you know, went through all the basics and it was, it was just interesting to get other people's perspectives, opinions, and thoughts. I would definitely recommend taking classes if, if for anything, it kind of takes the edge off. And I know Natalie really enjoyed and appreciated us going to those classes. So, you know, if anything, you know, to give you a little more comfort going into having a baby, definitely highly recommend. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. I thought it was really cool, especially meeting some of the other uh, young couples. And again, I also was, I mean, I was in my mid thirties when I had my first kid. So mm-hmm. I, um, I was also a little bit older. Um, but it's always kind of, uh, you know, when you see people that are in the same boat and you kind of trade little stories and you see how they're doing. So, um, it's always, uh, always good to be around people that are kind of going through the same thing as you are. Sure. Um, now what thing I was trying to think of the best way, I don't know if I'm going to word this, this question correctly, but I'll try to give an example. Like, um, what things, uh, are, are, situations, teachings, whatever, what things uh, um, that pe- uh, parents traditionally prepare for um, when their newborns arrive? Is there anything that uh, you've read about that they say, oh, once newborn you know, comes, you're going to do this to teach them X, Y, Z? Like, is there anything, tr- like, I, I keep using the word traditional, um, is there anything that, that you read and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that? Is there, is there anything that you, that you saw and you're like, that's not going to happen? Or is there anything that, that may not, maybe it's not in books, just anything that, uh, um, tends to be part of uh, newborn life that that you have said no to um, here, an example would be uh, like I know when a lot of, like at least at the time when I was going to the the new parent classes you know everyone was like my kid's never gonna watch TV we're good TV's never gonna come on ever again we're gonna keep the TV off like is there anything like is there any uh, anything that that's um, anything that, that you've heard uh, um, you know kind of along those lines that, that you've said is, is you've said no to um, I can't think of a spe- specific example like that, but I, I guess I will say, and if Natalie listens to this, maybe she'll disagree, but I think the babying of your baby, like I, I, I want to not do that as much as possible. Like I want, I want Brooks to grow up and, you know, I don't know how to say it, <laughs> like be a man, you know what I mean? And there I think go. that okay. starts, that starts early. So I, I don't want to. And I don't want to sound like I'm not going to spoil this kid because I'm, I'm sure I will. I mean, if you see our freaking dogs, imagine having a kid. Um, <laughs> but I, I want them to be tough, not just no, not necessarily physically, but mentally. So I want to start that early. I don't want to pamper them too much. I don't want to baby them. I want them to be able to figure stuff out on his own. So I don't want to be like a hand holder necessarily. So I, I don't know if that answers your question. I can't I can't think of a specific thing that I won't do necessarily, but I want to make sure I'm not uh, pampering too no, much. Does that make sense? That's actually was an excellent answer for, and I still, I don't think I worded my, I had a hard time structuring my question the way I wanted to. I couldn't find the right words, but I think that's, that's what I was getting at is, or, you know, what, what are you going to do? That's kind of uh, not traditional. And that's actually kind of went into my next question. Like on the other hand, what are you planning on? That's out of the ordinary. And I think that kind of answers it right there. Not that it's out of the ordinary to, you know, teach your kid to be self-reliant, but um, really just trying to trying to, to get a grip on uh, what your, your your thoughts on what your parenting style is going to be versus what traditional parenting tells you to do. You know, so that that's probably what I was trying to get around to. So thank thank you for the good answer to my terrible question. <laughs> no, no, that was good. Is, there, was, is there anything else like that? Like, are you planning anything else uh, like out of the ordinary? Do you have anything like any wild like okay, when baby gets here, we're we're gonna do this to help raise her. We're gonna we're gonna have 
I don't know. Is there, is there anything that, that, that you're playing that, that maybe you haven't written books that you guys are just going to do or you're going to try? Like, is anything out of the ordinary? I, I wouldn't say out of the ordinary. I'll go back to my comment um, that I made kind of a shrouded comment that we have some plans going. We're looking at to maybe uh, get on the road a little more and maybe not be too um, hunkered down in one location, if that makes sense. So we're, we're looking at to maybe travel around a bit more, not, you know, internationally, that kind of stuff. But we're looking to maybe have a life on the road for a little bit or at least in a couple nice. different locations to ensure that he's able to spend time with all the family, not just like one side of our family or in, in the case where we're at now, no family, basically. So we're looking to maybe his first couple years ensuring that he spends time with the people that we are closest to and care the most about. So we're, we're trying to set up some plans to to maybe travel around uh, quite a bit more than we're doing now. So stand by for that. So, yeah, I think it's uh, I don't want to say life, life on the road, but we want to get him the most experiences and the most time with loved ones in his first few years that, that we can. So that's that's the plan. That's kind of the goal right now, at least. That's that's interesting because that that really goes man that's that's that goes right my next question here my that's the question that really goes perfect my next question I was gonna ask is that uh, a notebook are you shuffling papers over there yeah just it's just one paper <laughs> I tore out of the notebook sounds like right I'm such an important uh, podcaster my preparations um I uh, I had a good question here about um have your I mean I'm sure uh, obviously back in December January even maybe in February um you had some some post baby plans that you had going on maybe like talking about doing this traveling. Then of course COVID happens, coronavirus, it, everything, everything changes. The entire world is flipped upside down. Um, have any of your post-baby plans changed uh, since COVID? Um, a little bit, yeah. So we were, you know, planning on, you know, going to visit her family in I think October, and we were gonna potentially fly up there, which would be a challenge with a new baby, obviously. But now it's like we're definitely not gonna do that. Um. Our, you know, our, our boy, shout out Glenn Decker, he's getting married in October. Uh, so I'm going to that w- wedding, but now it's like Natalie and the baby are probably not going to go. Um, we're definitely going to obviously limit our interactions with, with most folks outside of close family. Right. We're already kind of concerned about, you know, we, we have a daycare lined up, but we're already concerned about that. We're not sure how that's going to play out, or at least I'm concerned about it for now. Uh, we haven't really discussed that in depth yet, but, but yeah, so we, I think we're definitely making adjustments based on the baby being here. Right. I don't, I, I think the research is still out on how COVID can potentially impact newborns, infants, you know, that kind of thing. So we're not quite sure. And obviously I know I just said that I'm not going to pamper the kid, uh, but I'm also not going to put them in, in danger, of course. Of, you know, and that includes uh, us too, right? So there's certain things we're going to have to do and we, we want to do, like visit family, but we're probably going to adjust some of the ways we travel and those kind of things until this thing hopefully clears up. So, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, we've we've adjusted our plans for sure. It's interesting you talk about uh, bringing your baby on a flight for the first time. That, that's one of the most anxiety um, – <laughs> Uh, the anxiety driven things you can do because you just don't know what to expect. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. On, like, luckily for us, um, you know, with, with my two boys, uh, why was pretty good at the airport on the plane. Um, we only had one time with, with Dex a couple years ago and he was probably one at the time and he was, 
like the boys are fine on the airplane, but he was having a meltdown at the airport. And I was, oh, it was just one of those things where everyone's looking at us, and I'm like, oh my god, this yeah. is crazy. Um, but it's not like it's it's you always tell these horror stories. It's that's not really that bad, you know, in, in my opinion. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm it's sure funny. You probably hear a lot about that. I'm gonna give a, sh- a shout out to myself. I wrote a chapter in my book, upcoming book, standby. Uh, Mm-hmm. About I was on a plane one time and there was a baby was crying the entire time and, you know, I felt bad. I felt bad for the baby as an older gentleman. I felt bad. I felt bad for the parents. Um, I w- wish I could have helped them, you know, but back if you're 25 or 26, you'd be like, damn, man, what is this baby? Get this baby off the plane, you know, and I saw a lot of people looking around at it, you know, being you could tell they're upset. But I, I really took that moment that, like and maybe that was foreshadowing. Uh, right. that happening to me in the future. Uh, but I really like felt for the the parents and the kid. I was like, who knows what that kid's feeling on this plan, you know? So, uh, anyways, that was a, a side note, but, uh, um, yeah, so travel. Well, it's funny. Like, and that, that's the good, this is a good little side note about that. Like whenever, like it, it is a little frustrating when pe- people get upset about babies on planes. It's like, <laughs> we, we were all babies at one point and like right. how long is your flight at max across country you know four or five hours like yeah. come on you can suck it up for a few hours jesus don't don't give them a hard time and, and especially you, me being as someone who was i had that kid at the airport like it's a uh, it's it's not fun when that happens so no, and you all got headphones put them on like, there you go put your goddamn headphones on suck it up jesus anyway okay enough of that um okay this is gonna be kind of twofold here i'll start with the tougher question uh, this is one you probably i'm, I'm sure uh have heard before from many people um and when i may, may have asked any pregnancy is coming what is your uh, what's your biggest fear what are you most anxious about once baby gets here uh well once he's here my biggest fear is just you know uh baby and, and mom are both healthy after the fact but once he's here I think I was talking to Natalie about this yesterday or a couple of days ago is like just his safety. Like, cause I don't know what to do yet. Right. You can read all the books you want and, and whatnot, but like when I'm, if I'm carrying them around the house, like I'm going to be so nervous and tense and tight if I'm giving him a bath, like, Oh man, I want to make sure he's, <laughs> he's safe. Um, so I think it's like kind of the core instinctual basic stuff. Just, I don't want to, you know, I'll be nervous when Natalie's carrying him around the house, right? Like, not like she's going to drop him or anything, but I think it's, it's going to be a natural thing. And I'm already thinking about that, um, just how to keep him safe. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a bad answer, but I'm just nervous when he's a newborn and for the most part kind of helpless and, and you're responsible for his entire uh, being. I, I'm nervous about that, man. I just, I just want him to be safe. I think – I think we'll be fine, but I think I'm going to be even like right now. So we're I'm going to I mentioned my dogs already, but like we're recording right now. Natalie just took the dogs uh, for a walk. I'm nervous that like the dog's going to get off the leash and then like I'm not there to help. And it's it's going to be even worse, I think, with the kid for me. Um, you know, she's got family coming into town. So when they're holding the newborn, I'm going to be sweating, I think. So hmm. I don't know if that answers your question, but I think just the the basics of him uh, being safe for those first few months or first year or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's a great answer. And uh, I think everyone feels that. And I can tell you just from my personal experience, even though that this is about you and not me, um, it, it, you, you, you're, you will be surprised how much of your like natural, like parental instinct like even mm-hmm. i can't remember actually and yeah, i'm sorry i, I shouldn't be driving this into thing about me but uh, like i remember no. in my father my parenthood class 
they um in my my father class this is that then we, we did the the co-parenting class and i did a fatherhood class at the hospital and then they they someone who was a recent uh, actually they had two guys who were in the who had taken the class uh then had a baby and they brought the baby back to the class to help like the next you know like the mm-hmm. next group of click like, uh, students whatever and they were passing the baby around and i was like i don't know how to hold this thing and i was, I was i'm like holding it like am i doing it right but it, it's crazy how when it's your baby you just you know exactly you just you know you're gonna support the head you're gonna support the back got the legs like it, it's mm-hmm. it's insane how like it's a, it's it's one of those cool things about this like like nature and I don't know, I call it science. I don't, it's, it's, you, you just know. So I, that's, I, I understand your fear, but it's, it, I, I'm, I'll be curious to follow up. We should follow up on that question uh, down the road. I, I, I bet you that's going to change because you, you'll always will be concerned, but you'll be really surprised at how your parental instinct, um, you just, you just suddenly like just know how to do certain things. I can't explain it very well, but it's a, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool, pretty crazy. So let's flip that. Right. Um, now, now that, I know that's a, I don't like, I know it's a, you know, everyone talks about the anxiety. What are you most looking forward to? Like, what are you pumped about, man? Well, this, you know, this might be a little time down the road, but just like being able to teach the little guy life lessons and and stuff I've learned over the years and kind of pass down knowledge to him. I'm. This isn't necessarily. This isn't an answer to the question, but. Like it's weird how like already he's not even here yet, but my new goal in life is to like to be the best dad of all time. When he's 25 years yeah. old, I want him to be like, man, my dad hopefully is he hopefully he's not using the word was at that point is awesome and the best dad. So I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to just um, him expanding my knowledge uh, and my capabilities and my growth as a human, because obviously I'm, I have a lot to learn. Uh, and I think he's going to be able to teach me a lot, even when he's, you know, one day old, one year old, whatever it is. I, I think what I'm looking forward to, man, is just watching him grow up and try to try to give him a good foundation and a good base. And, you know, I I think he's going to be like the coolest guy in the entire history of the universe. That's like my uh, my goal. No pressure, awesome. Brooks, if you're listening to this a few years from now. But I, so again, I, I know I've said it a few times. I don't know if that answers the question, but I'm, I'm looking for the I'm looking forward most to the overall journey and helping him to become like whatever he wants to do or whatever he wants to be in life um, and passing down kind of what I've learned in the years and then also learning from him. So kind of the, the duality behind it, if that makes sense. Totally. Uh, I'm looking forward to learning from him, but also him learning from me. That is an excellent answer uh, as expected. Now this next one's kind of a kind of personal. We hit on this a little bit earlier when I talked about your decision to have a baby in the first place. Um, I want to talk real quick about, uh, about your career. You, you've, uh, you've done very well. You've got, I know I, I talk up and you, I, I don't, I hopefully I'm not putting you on the spot, but you've had, you've done very well. You've worked very hard. Um, you have an excellent job. I, before you were 40, um, you would climb the corporate ladder more than most people have in their entire careers. Like you've done very good for yourself. Um, but obviously it comes a lot of hard work. Um, right, how do you, what are you concerned about work-life balance? Um, what's going to, you know, once baby gets here, obviously it's going to change things a little bit. Um, obviously, uh, with, with your, uh, with the, you have a very important job where you are, you're, you're a leader. Um, do you have, uh, what are your plans? Do you have any concerns? Like how are, how are you approaching that? And, and if you don't want to talk about it, we can skip that. I know it's a, that's a tough question. Uh, maybe you don't want to think about it. Um, I know I didn't, um, when I, when it was my turn. Uh, but, uh, just curious, um, your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I thought about it. Um, uh, and I'm, I'm willing to talk about it. I think, I am concerned with the work-life thing, 
but maybe maybe in the opposite direction that most people would be uh, concerned with it. I, th- I think some people, you know, still want to work hard and climb that ladder and get those promotions. I, I really think I might go the opposite way. I think my number one focus will be uh, the family at this point. Cool. Um, I think it's going to be tough for me, at least at first. And I don't know who's listening to this, so don't hold me accountable if you're uh, my boss out there or something. Uh, but I think for a while there, all I'm going to care about is, you know, raising this kid right and making sure my family's happy and healthy and experiencing good things in life. I think it's going to be harder for me to focus on work, uh, at least in the near term. You know, once he's old enough to go to daycare and all that kind of stuff, I think it, it might get a little easier. But I, I really think, man, like you mentioned, the kind of parental instincts, I think those are going to kick in. And all I'm going to care about is making sure he's having the best life that he can. Um, so, yeah, I, that's what I'm worried about, man. I'm, I'm not worried about, you know, me having to work too much because I don't think that's going to happen. I think I'm going to if I have to err on the side of anything, it's going to be erring on the side of family. So that's my number one concern is making sure I can um, – provide everything I need for him. And I don't mean financially or anything like that, but just, you know, as a dad, right. But also still be able to focus on my work and do a good job because I owe it uh, to my employer and to to the folks we work for uh, to do that as well. So I think it's going to be a challenge. Um, Five years from now, I don't know if I'll be in the same situation I am uh, now. You know, I don't know what I'm going to want to do and uh, how I want to dedicate enough time to, to raise, raise the kid and, and, you know, spend time with the wife and all that kind of stuff properly. So we'll see. So, yeah, I think, I think the number one challenge is going to be me dedicating enough time to work, not the, not the other way around. And I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I, I just, uh, I, no, I, no, that's I, good. well, cause I, I, I mean, I, I think that's something that, uh, especially if there are any, uh, uh new dads listening, uh, I think that's something that they're, that everyone is probably concerned with, especially, um, even before COVID happened. I mean, you know, America is kind of, uh, you know, being, being, a being American, especially when you're, you're a father and you're, you're the, the man of the house. Like it's a, a very, uh, you know, we, we take a lot of pride in our work. We work hard, play hard type thing. And so I think that's that's probably something that a lot of uh, uh, people are concerned about. So I, I thought uh, uh, your answer might be able to give some good advice to anyone that's in the same uh, same boat right now as they uh, uh, embark on this journey. I guess I'll sum it up with uh, I think my priorities are going to change. I don't know, if, you know, whatever that means. We'll see. So one of the coolest things you mentioned this the other day, actually, uh, on you tweeted about it. And uh, you mentioned that it, it, you had put in uh, the car seat uh, for the first time. Yeah. And, I, and I think now, um, you know, we always talk about, you know, we, especially with, with uh, you and Natalie, uh, you always talk about uh, you're, you're being adventurous and doing cool things. And, and one of the coolest things for me, and I think I told you from the beginning, one of the coolest, uh, well, one of the best parts just in life in general when it comes to being adventurous and enjoying life is just oh, anytime you can do something for the first time when there's a first. Like those are always like the best, I think. And uh, obviously – on this journey, when the wife gets pregnant, it's it's chock full of firsts. So uh, I'd be curious, what was the what was the best first? And well, do you have anything? What was the worst first that you, <laughs> you weren't oh, uh, prepared for? But oh. I know this a lot of lot of firsts in this journey. What which one did did you think like, man, this is badass? Uh, I guess it was that first time that we got the ultrasound, like the first set mm-hmm. of ultrasounds. It was friggin' amazing, man. He was tiny. Yeah. You could barely te- tell, you know, what was going on <laughs> in there. Uh, 
but that was really cool um, just to see that, like, I don't want to say confirmation, but, like, he's in there, man. Like, it's this is 100% official now. Like, that's and they could tell, you know, they could tell he was a boy and all that kind of stuff. So I would say that first, just seeing him for the first time, even though I know a lot of you guys out there have, have had your own ultrasounds, it's tough to tell on that first one. Um, so that was probably the, the coolest or most surreal moment. I would I would say I, the worst one. Hmm. And there, there may not be a worst, but I just wonder yeah. if there's anything that like maybe you're like, oh man, this this is crazy. Like, uh, and then that is probably I, that probably wasn't a very good question actually. I should um no, no, not, no, that, there is, not that, that there is anything that's like negative about it, but like, is there anything that for the first time that uh, you, you kind of shocked you a little bit that you were like, oh man, this is gonna be real. I, I don't know if I have a direct answer to that, but you know, over the last few weeks, or and not to get too much in the weed in the weeds here, but like. You know, she's starting to have, you know, she calls them waves, like some physical pressure and stuff. So like the first mm-hmm. time one of those pops up and she she's like, oh, you know, I got, you know, I got a little something going on here. I get, I get you know, obviously I'm like sit up if we're in bed, sit up real, real fast, you know, and I get a little nervous. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say like just the especially now as we get closer to the due date, like any little thing, if she makes a little noise or, <laughs> you know, whatever, I kind of have a instinctual thing to freak out a little bit. So I, I know that's not a direct answer to the question, but mm-hmm. just when you start um, realizing that it could come at any time and you're, you just start getting so nervous. Um, yeah. So that would be it for me. Yeah. Um, how have you been keeping uh, your, uh, you've, now when uh, I, I, sorry, I'm getting, getting my tongue tied here. Um, but when, uh, when, uh, when my wife had our first baby, um, I worked pretty much all the way up until, um, you know, right, right up to, to the due date. And I saved all my time off uh, for afterwards. Uh, you guys are luckily able to, um, you, you, you're, you're off now, like you're, you're off for a while. You're mm-hmm. just, uh, you're taking some time away from work. You're preparing yourself. Um, and I think the anxiety would probably kill me <laughs> when, when you know, not keeping busy. How are you keeping your mind occupied uh, over the next uh, several days, as you lead up to uh, to, the, to the big moment, like what are you, what are you doing to keep uh, keep busy? Besides, obviously, podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just kind of doing like life life as normal, but just without the work. So, um, you know, I'm still working on this project that we got coming out soon. Um, you know, we've been prepping the house for family. They should be here actually today or maybe tomorrow morning. Nice. Um, so we've been doing that. We actually have. You know, we live in a cool place that has we have like different amenity centers with pools and and whatnot. So uh, it's kind of nice right now. So, kind of side note, kind of kind of answer to the question though. Um, now you have to reserve certain time blocks at the pool because they want to limit the amount of people that mm-hmm. are there, obviously. So now we can reserve. For example, we're going today no, uh, noon to two to the pool. Boom. Um, so we've been going to the pool like every other day for a couple hours, which is nice. Um, just getting ready, man. Yeah, we've been. Making sure, you know, we've been sterilizing bottles and washing baby clothes and <laughs> uh, we're starting to, you know, prep meals for when he's first here. We're going to, you know, have some frozen stuff ready for us so we don't have to cook and all that kind of stuff. So just preparation, man. I think we've been doing a good job. We we started talking about, I mentioned it a couple of times, but like what we want to do over the next couple of years, kind of goals uh, moving forward and how we're going to you know, how the baby's going to impact those kind of things. So we've been talking about that. Uh, just kind of life in general, man. We're both, you know, I'm working out every day still. She's doing yoga. Uh, so it's been kind of life is, 
life as usual with a little more um, kicked in. It's it's actually really, really nice not being at work, obviously. <laughs> um, just having extra time to just talk and chat and, like I said, go to the pool. So we're keeping busy, but not we're not stressing ourselves out, I guess. Good. Just just a couple more before we wrap this up. Um, if you could go back to the beginning, if you can go back to de- December or even earlier when you uh, – when you first learn that this is going to be happening, your life's going to be changing. If you could go back and, and give yourself some advice uh, for the next several months leading up to that, what would you tell yourself? Um, <laughs> as, far as, as far as your own personal advice. For, for me, I would say start preparing earlier. So Natalie's been great at research and reading and she knows kind of the ins and outs and she's ready to go as much, you know, as I'm not gonna say hundred percent because you never know what's going to come, but like, and I kind of like put it off like, ah, I got, you know, six more months or five more months or four more months to read this and read that. And now I'm kind of like okay, stressing okay. out a little bit because I don't know if I'm knowledgeable enough to be a um, as good of a partner during the, the labor and delivery as, as I want to be. I, th- I think I can still get there, but I, I wish I would have done a little more earlier because um, now I'm kind of. Not in a bad way, but I'm like nervous and stressed, which is probably natural and probably would happen anyway. Sure. But I would say I would have spread out my uh, my learning and reading and, and knowledge gaining a little more. Um, now, this this uh, next question is really kind of along, along the same lines, but maybe not so much on a personal level um, for uh, this is kind of a wrap up question here. Now that you're almost to the end, baby's almost here. Um, what uh, if there are any dads listening? that are at the beginning of their journey, what advice would you give them as they prepare? And, and they're probably in the same boat, like, what should I do? Am I reading enough stuff? Am I, am I preparing well? Um, what kind of, what would, what would you, based on what you've learned, uh, what would you give them as some, uh, some overall, uh, uh, you know, pointers and advice? This sounds like a cliche, but I would say just support your, the mom as, as much as you can. Um, cause I don't think we, and I'm talking, when I say we, I mean like dads, I know there's all different kind of uh, families out there and whatnot, but it, you know, dads, you're never going to fully realize what the mother to be is going through and, you know, how much they're impacted by having a freaking mm-hmm. human being inside them. Uh, <laughs> so I would say go out of your way to, to support the mom to be as much as you can. And, and if that means, you know, reading more or just listening to them or doing whatever you can, you know, I'm giving Natalie foot massages every night now, like stuff, like little stuff like that. It sounds, it <laughs> Don't sounds be tickling or nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say just try to commit yourself as much as you can to supporting the mom to be, because we'll, we'll never know uh, how it feels for them or what they're going through. So uh, we can do our little part as much as possible. And I don't, I'm not saying I've done that to the best of my ability, but I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Support, support the mother. Excellent, excellent advice. Well, that's really that's really it, man. Um, I didn't have a whole lot more. Uh, hopefully, uh, you had some fun with that. Hopefully, I didn't play on the spot too much. Oh, that was good. That was good. Um, just want to have a have a little fun with it. Um, you know, again, I think the coolest part, uh, the, the thing I missed the most about it is all those firsts. I know I keep kind of repeating myself a little bit, but uh, you know, it's just so cool when you get to do something for the first time. And uh, I'm so excited for you to be there uh, when baby gets here. And the first time you hold it, it's like your head's gonna goddamn explode. It's amazing. I will. And so I will say oh, this. Ahead. I'm not looking forward to the diaper thing. Oh man, I got a gag <laughs> reflex. I'm not looking forward to it. Oof. So we'll see how that goes. That's funny because my wife used to give me a hard time about that because um, we have cats and um, 
when she when she was pregnant, you know, the, the doctor says, you know, that, that, that she should stay away from kitty litter just to be safe and uh, well, whatever cat feces, whatever. And so um, I had to change the the, the cat poop, which I, I don't. It's not that it's not hard, but I don't know why. But it's I hate that chore. It's just like and if yeah. she's listening, she's probably laughing and rolling her eyes right now. Like I'd rather do any. I'd rather scrub the toilets than I, yeah. I just I don't know why. I just I hate changing the cat, the, you know, getting, scooping the cat poops. I, I don't know why. Even when we had dogs back in the day, um, picking up dog poop, I thought was easy. Um, but I scooping the, the cat poop out of the litter. I just, I hate that goddamn chore or, or the cat piss. It gets all clumpy. It's a pain in the ass and makes a giant mess. Dude, you do it and then you got to vacuum the whole place. Like it sucks. I, I absolutely hate it. And she was like, well, how are you going to change a diaper if you can't even change a goddamn litter box? <laughs> but it's funny. Again, it's, it's funny. It's different when it's when it's yours, when it's your baby, and, you're, and it's like you're, you feel like you're doing – again, your instincts take over. Like this is this is your job now. It's like you're, you're – the way I have it, it's like you're, you're, it's like you're going in business mode. Like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, this, is, this yeah. is my job. I'm, this is – I have to do this now. This is my, my, my human being. And uh, yeah, you made a, an interesting point earlier. Um, it's crazy when, when it comes along and, and, it's, and you – you, you can't let the weight take over too much, but it, it can feel very heavy when you're like, man, the 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 survival of this baby is, is on me. Right. And so, and, but that's also on, on the other hand, when people get over stressed out about, I've read this in a few places when people get stressed about uh, if they're doing enough for the baby, if they're doing things right and doing this, and they're like, look, if the, the baby, if <laughs> they're, they're joking, like if your baby is alive and healthy, you're doing fine, like you're doing you're doing good. True. So, um, like that's your job. Your basically your job is to keep them alive and healthy. So if you can do that, then maybe you'll be good. So, well, I can tell you, um, we are super excited. Obviously, I know you guys are. Um, hopefully, um, uh, if your wife listens to this, she doesn't take any any offense. I'm certainly not trying to take away anything from from what the the wives go through. Um, you know, again, my I've been through two pregnancies myself with my wife, um, and uh, it's something I I don't think I don't know if a man could handle it, dude. And then, you know, no, like, probably I don't not, know dude. if we could. But I would I don't. So I'm, women are so much stronger than us. Like it's just true. And so um, I hope that uh, when my, my, some of my questions, you know, talking about oh the challenges of of you know becoming a father, like we we know that it's it's nothing compared to mom, what the mom goes through. Yeah, absolutely. But, that's why I think uh, your your advice at the end was the best is just to be supportive because we we can never know um, how they feel some of the pain they go through. Uh, luckily, and I think your wife is the same. Luckily for for me, uh, my wife had a her pregnancies were both pretty good. Um, she didn't have like you know some have like morning sickness and, and things like that. Like I, that didn't really happen with with Heather. And I I think uh, I, I recall I was just there a couple weeks ago visiting you guys and I, I think uh, your wife had mentioned the same thing that her pregnancies been, been overall pretty good. Yeah. Um, so. But uh, so it doesn't always go that way for some people. So I think that, I think your advice is excellent. Just be there, do what they need, and, de- and definitely, uh, like you mentioned, I think people need to uh, read up. Definitely, definitely read. If anything, just, to, just to show your wife that you're trying. You know, because you know, um, I, I I kind of I slacked a little bit on, on my books as well. I, I was you know pumping them at the end because it's kind of the same thing. You know, because you know, men we're kind of I mean. We're inherently kind of procrastinators. It's like, we're ah, slack, dude. We're I got nine months. But, you know, but it's amazing how fast it goes by. So yeah. anyway, this again, this is not about me. Um, but, so I will shut the hell up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. But you mentioned like, yeah, nine months. That's another piece of advice. Goes by in the blink of an eye. We got a week left at most now. And it's like, <laughs> man, where did the time go? I, like, I felt like I was just sitting here yesterday. Like, yeah, we got four months. We're good. And now it's like Fine, any, any day, any minute now, really. Cool. Well, I'm excited for the baby to get here. I can't wait to uh, to do a post uh, follow up podcast with you. 
um, to hear uh, how you feel, how this first few days are. Um, it's uh, it's crazy, amazing times. It's it's super exciting. We're pumped. I, I, you guys must be over the moon. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, we look forward to meeting a little guy. Hopefully, I know you mentioned you're you're take you're going on a, a little mini world tour with with uh, with Brooks <laughs> in the future. Hopefully, there's gonna be a couple of stops in Florida, as I'm sure you already have planned, and we'll uh, meet the little dude. It's just to me, it's cool. Um, you know, it, that, that thinking how long you and I have been friends, and and to think that you know someday down the road, like our kids are going to play together. Like, right, yeah. what if they grew up as friends and what if, you know, what if in 20 years they're doing the dumbest shit we were doing 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's just the full circle is insane. Yeah, it happens, that man. would, pretty, be, that would awesome. be awesome though, man. That'd be awesome. We've had a good run. So if they have the same or a similar run, uh, I'd be happy with that. I think that'd be a good life. That'd be a good life. They'll enjoy it. So, well, cool. Well, thanks so much uh, for your time. Anyone listening, hopefully you enjoyed it as well. Uh, for new dads, um, if you have questions, definitely uh, hit up Houston uh, to uh, uh, he'll answer any of your questions. He, he's now he's in the he's been through the thick of it for the past uh, uh, several months, uh, so it's all fresh in his head. Some of the things I've probably forgotten about. So it's you know you're probably primed right now to to give people advice, answer questions, uh, let, you know how to deal. Um, if you have questions, uh, hit us up, comppodcast at gmail.com. Follow us, uh, Comp Podcast is our handle on Twitter. You can also find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Just look us up, Comprehensivists. Uh, find us online, theeverythingpodcast.com. Houston, any any parting words before fatherhood gets here? Uh, sure. Uh, th- first of all, this was fun. This was a good time. I appreciate it. It was good. Cool. You had good questions like because it made me really think and like appreciate the last – you know, seven, eight, nine months. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm nervous, but I think I'm ready. I know that's probably famous last words. I can't wait to talk about uh, this with you, Josh, going forward, because I know, like you said, you've been through it twice already. Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, Life is changing for me big time in the next week or so. So I'm ready to talk about that going forward. And I'm pumped, man. I'm just excited. That's all I got. I love it. We look forward to hearing about it. Um, I know you and I, uh, on another note, we do have uh, a couple of podcasts kind of uh, on the back burner we're working on. We are going to be doing a deep dive into New Zealand. Um, that might have, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that before baby gets here. We have to be at post baby, but uh, eventually we're going to be getting into that. So uh, keep everyone, everyone listening. Please keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, please make sure that wherever you get us, you're subscribed. Yeah, you're liking us, you're reviewing us. Uh, please hook us up with, with some love. That'd be amazing. Uh, that's it for us. We will talk to you guys real soon. And until then, three. Two, one, out.